of the waves like the wild goose flying with its only mate an all enduring spirit on the whiskey trail oh it's always good to tidy up on soda and new year oh there he is it's gordon dundas gordon i'm just tidying up for the new year new episode absolutely new series new series <laughs> Now, I think we have to start this off by doing oh. a little bit of an apology. Yes. You we go. were, we, you had massive plans for a Christmas special. There was going to be Whiskey Unscripted plus one. I mean, there was a lot of, a lot of things that you had planned for the Christmas special, which we failed through many, many reasons to uh, actually record. I actually hired out the same cabin that Wham did their recording of last Christmas. Ah, in. yes. I had the extras. We're going to throw snowballs at each other and uh, mm -hmm. have some glug, some glue vine and talk whiskey. It would have been an absolute belter of a Christmas episode. But you were away. Here we are. Here we are in the new year and we're coming right at you with a sort of half Christmas episode. Well, <laughs> because I did actually, coming up, uh, I did actually, um, my last trip of the year was in Baden in just for mm. the Zurich Whiskey Festival. And it was it was like the Wham last Christmas video, uh, when we got there on the second day. It was just a delightful white Christmas, and yeah, yeah. you'd um, quite a few people on the stands there. A wee flavour of how their year had been and what mm. they're looking forward to. So that's coming up later on. Brilliant. And um, so so yes, we do want to just say we're starting a new series. Uh, we will be continuing on Whiskey Unscripted. Our challenge is just our jobs are quite hectic and busy, and yeah. we have to fit it around other things, unfortunately. But we are in 2024. Um, yeah. How was your Christmas and New Year, Gordon? It was, uh, it was very good, Gordon. It was a bit... Once everything calmed down, you know, especially that last week before we went back to work this week, yeah. it was quite nice. That was just that, that first few days of the new year was great. So I thoroughly enjoyed it. A nice few drums. Mm -hmm. and, um, Any dram that stands out over the period? Oh, I always like having a dram at the bells, as we call mm. it. And I, I I think it was a Tamdu 18 I had this year. Yeah, Tamdu 18. Well, um, I had a great Christmas. So I was in Korea. Yes. It in the run up to Christmas. It up tells until like, about well, the, the nine. Is what happened. Amazing. I mean, an amazing whiskey market, young demographic of people. Brilliant. We did a tour for Glengoyne, which was just so well received and really good work in the market. And, uh, you know, hitting some bars and talking to key people who the knowledge out there in that market is unbelievable. But there's not a lot of interviews because, well, for obvious reasons, uh, there's not a lot of people that spoke a lot of English. So um, I didn't get a huge amount of interviews. But as a market, it was amazing. So I got back um, pre-Christmas, had a very quiet Christmas, and then was away at New Year with the wooden planks on skiing down a hill, which was good fun. <laughs> um, and uh, then was back this this you know back back to work, which was a little bit of a shock to the system, but it's all good to go. So yeah, it's and um, we've got a we've got a heck of a year ahead of us. We yes. have a heck of a year ahead of us. Well, that was just again. There's no news. We've decided. No, there's no news because over Christmas there's actually not a lot of whiskey news. No, no. And we've decided that we haven't actually, as you know, it's whiskey unscripted. Possibly haven't looked enough at the news to bring you any news. But we will, of course, do a full debrief of news in episode two of this new season. The new season. Uh, Gordon, looking forward to the new season. And just I had a look at some of the events happening this year. It's mm -hmm. it's it's 
you didn't think it could get any busier, but as an ambassador uh, out there, it's, you know, I think Canada is next week. Yeah, we've got Michael Brown going out to Canada to uh, the west coast of Canada. Um, he'll be in Calgary and he'll be in Edmonton and he'll be in Victoria for the Victoria Whiskey Festival, which I have been to. What a whiskey festival that is. Um, and Michael, who's our fellow ambassador, will be covering off all of our brands over there. And uh, I believe it's quite cold, so he's off to buy a jacket today, I yeah, think. Some, some thermals. And local whiskeys, Gordon, your knowledge there? What's the oh. local whiskey scene? Oh. Talk about dropping one in on my... There is a couple of distilleries, I think, on the on Vancouver Island. There's a, there's quite there's, there are some pretty active distilleries up in that part of the world. You've got um um I can't remember their names, but there's a no, distillery no. on Vancouver Island it. up north, and there's a couple of other distilleries there. And you've got you know um Alberta Distillers, of course, um which is not too far away. So there's, I mean, you know, his great great whiskeys out there. But we're you know, there's a huge swell of Glengoyne and Tamdi fans out in Alberta, so and uh, and in British Columbia. So we're looking forward to that. No, it's, yeah, there's, there's lots of um, you mentioned about the Speyside Whiskey Festival, we've got the Fest Shield as well to look forward to, the Isla Festival, the Speyside Festival. Mm. I, I was I was doing a tasting uh, at Bon Accord last week. Fantastic bar, fantastic uh, bar. And Thomas was talking about uh, that was his first participation. In the Glasgow mm. Whiskey Festival at Hamden. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they yeah. opened up another there. room and it's really, really popular. And um that I'll try and make a, a point of going to that this year. No, for sure. I mean, I think I think there's there's so many great whiskey festivals on. Everybody should try and get to one and push your boundaries of what you want to taste and enjoy. So yeah, as we, it's what we do, it's great. No. Um if oh. we look at look a little bit at Ian McLeod this year, there's a lot yep. going on from our perspective, isn't there? There is, as I say, you know, the big, the big, the big news. I think it will be one of the big mm -hmm. whiskey news stories of the year will be yes. the opening up of Rosebank. Oh, which... I thought it was the fact you'd grown an inch over Christmas. <laughs> I'd given up drinking. Uh, no, it will be the opening of Rosebank. Uh, that will be a massive story. It Gordon. will be. That's going to be uh, in the summer. Uh, the, the distillery is uh, producing, as we know. Um, Producing a lovely new make spirit, I have to say, yes. uh, which is great. And it is producing, uh, but it'll be open to the public, I think, in the sort of June, July time. June, I hope, uh, which is great. And, uh, yeah, that's going to be a huge, huge, I think there'll be a lot of demand for people to come and see it. It's stunning. It's amazing. It is a, it will be a great experience. It will be great. And, you know, sometimes, you, you, you know, when somebody gives you something to drink, you think, oh, I hope it's going to be good. I don't want to lie. Uh, you're coming up, you'll hear Susan Morrison from the Scottish Whiskey Experience. It's mm. the same thought I had when she said, come down and see the new experience. I thought, mm. oh, I hope it's good. I don't want to and lie. It's very good. It, it is I've, fantastic. I've been, it is very good. Malcolm gave me a drop of the new make spirit of Rosebank. And I was like, oh, mm. it's going to be good. It wasn't just good. It was absolutely <laughs> fantastic. It, it was stunning. Was it? It. It's stunning. I don't know. He's like, a, you know, there's a bit of magic going on, how you can produce flavours from a bit of, some barley and some water. It's and know. look, and I know we're talking to Loch Lee later. Uh, obviously, Malcolm yes. was there at Loch Lee uh, for the startup of Loch Lee. I'm loving what Loch Lee have done. John Campbell doing a great job, and 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 the team there. Um, but uh, Malcolm then came to Rosebank, and uh, he's worked his magic again. I think uh, with the help of uh, Jason and the team there. Uh, I think they've produced a really good new make spirit. So hey, we're not going we're not going to see a whiskey in there for uh, 
No. We're not going to see a whiskey for a while, um, but uh, when you do get it, I'm sure it'll be utterly fabulous. And we'll do a we'll do a special, so we'll get we'll definitely get along there, and we'll do a whiskey unscripted from Rosebank nearer the time. They're quite nice to to do that. Gordon, another piece of news is I'm quite a big fan of the whiskey magazine. Christopher, ah, yes, I used to on? work for it. I mean, ah, that's you know, it its go. success was built on my shoulders. Did you, uh, were you episode one, season one? They're now 25 years old. And I've got That's the 25th anniversary edition. And the reason I say this, because two things that intersect literally what we were talking about yesterday, mm. where we're at the archives of yes. Ian McLeod's, and you picked up the induction picture or poster of Peter Russell. For That's the right, magazine, yeah. Didn't you? And That's right. The I literally Hall of the, Fame. Hall of Fame. And I flicked through the magazine and they've got all the Hall of Fame uh, inductees. Yeah, yeah I think there's about 80-ish. Yep. And it just looked in the page with Peter Russell. So I Absolutely. thought that was very coincidental. So a lovely magazine. Yeah, approaching approaching the first anniversary of his passing, unfortunately. But, uh, you know, a, a man who absolutely set Ian McLeod on the journey it's on now with a distillery in India, pretty close to completion, Rosebank producing. It's uh, it's an amazing evolution. So very, very uh, well-deserved for Peter Russell. That was, it was. And they taste 25-year-old whiskies in there, which is lovely. Is, is, and is there any of ours in there? Oh, yeah, Glengoyne 25. Thank you very much, sir. Ah, better. It's just uh, absolutely that molasses, uh, lovely, rich, yeah. toffee, treacle. I'll get some lovely ones in there. And just, 25, Gordon, is that a great age for a whiskey? No, 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 it's no better than any other age. It depends on the cask you use. I mean, a lot of people say, oh, whiskeys at 18 are perfect. Depends on the cask type, the refill element, if there is any. You know, you can make a whiskey very overpowered by the cask at 18 years old for sure. Um, you can make a whiskey underpowered by the cask. It depends on so many different things. But if you look at Glengoyne 25 in the context of 25-year-olds, the one thing that I love about it is that we have decided to bottle it at 48%. And that is what makes Glengoyne 25, I believe, uh, and I would say this on a podcast by Ian McLeod Distillers, but I'm going to say it anyway, one of the best 25-year-old sherry cask 25s you can possibly lay your hands on. And what does it say about it in Whiskey Magazine? Bethany, a solid single malt, nice characteristics of its aging. And Christopher, an indulgent, correct, complex and dignified older dram. So a bit like us. Bit lots of the ones dignified. here. Glenn Farkless is in there. Yeah. Uh, Glenn Turret as well, and um, a, a Balvenie, I think it is. But they're just mm -hmm. beautiful, beautiful uh, whiskies. So I thought that was worth a little mention. No, oh, absolutely, yeah, it. totally, totally. So no. Congratulations and happy birthday anniversary to Whiskey Magazine. They have really blazed a trail through the industry over 25 years. I did have the pleasure of working for them for oh, about seven seven years, unbelievably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, nice people there. Big fans of what we do, fans of what they do. Oh, good. Well, coming up, Gordon, are you up for the mystery distillery? I'm going to call Always. the section Mystillery. It's not right, okay. It's not no, I love funny. that. I love but, that. Yeah. Well, uh, Hold on, Gordon. What are you drinking? We discussed this. We did <laughs> we didn't discuss plan this. very much. But what we're drinking is up there. And I said I would like to start 2024 with uh, a dram that's quite special to me. And this is the Glengoyne mm -hmm. six year old. 
Um, coming in is at, this... oh, it's not available no. in the shop, so I do apologize for drinking this something. This is your special whiskey, isn't it? It's a special whiskey. This is the whiskey I asked um, when we do the storytelling tour at Glengoyne. Yeah, I do a non process tour where I love anybody listening to this to come along. Starts round about April when the weather's half decent, and we walk around outside of the distillery and you have a dram and we salute the five owners okay. or the five leaseholders that have held on to Glengoyne. Can I just say, can I just say, you're not talking up enough. This is utterly fabulous, this tour, because you do not see a still, no. you do not see any barley, no. you do not see any of the production <laughs> elements. We, you know, a lot of people know how whiskey's made. They want a different experience at a distillery. This is it. This is all about the stories of the distillery delivered in, in a unique way by Gordon, obviously helped along with some drams because, uh, you know, after about an hour and a half, you need a few if you've been listening to Gordon. But ultimately, <laughs> it's a fabulous experience. It is a brilliant way to spend a couple of hours in the afternoon during the summer, wandering around a beautiful distillery like Glengoyne, learning about everything from the, the you know, the, the, the legal distillery being in place from Burnfoot Farm in 1833 to the sustainability elements that we use now. A whole range of aspects. Really, really interesting. Come and do it. I I have done it twice with Gordon. It's fabulous. Book it. Come and see it. It's great. That's fantastic, Gordon. And it sort of fits in with what Susan mentions in the interview. Susan Morrison uh, yes. mentioned already about the experiential side of of mm. the business and that's how important that is. And this is the second mm -hmm. dram. I asked Robbie Hughes, who's now our group distillery manager, to give me a, mm -hmm. a whiskey. We'd have the, a taste of the new make that was smuggled before legalisation in the pouches mm -hmm. taken to Glasgow and then made into a punch or a toddy. That's the first taste. And then the whiskey evolves mm. round about the early uh, 19th century. We're not exactly sure when maturation as a science, if you want to call it, comes in, but certainly transatlantic shipping in the 1780s, 1790s, early 1800s, the knowledge of maturation is kicking in. And I just wanted um, to get a whiskey that the wood was just beginning to have a bite and, and an influence on the new make spirit. And Robbie gave me a refill, Bourbon Hogshead, six now, years old. Now, what you're going to get in there is you're going to get lots of that new make spirit, that fruitiness that we talk about, that yeah. You know, we were talking about this a little bit yesterday. The slowness of distillation is 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 a key part for Glengoyne, and people ask well, why why is it so important? It's ultimately because of the enjoyment and the, you know, the the way that you want to relate to the whiskey. You know, ten, twelve, fifteen, twenty five years later, and I think you know we, we're all about delivering an experience that makes people happy, makes them joyful, and I think that's what Glengoyne wants to try and do, isn't it? It is. It is. As you see, it's in that bottle. I, I, you can't help smiling. <laughs> no, no, no. He knows that because it's just that you're starting to get the balance between yeah. the spirit and the wood, and that's yeah. what's quite important to go from clear to the now. It's beginning to mm. uh, really start to have an influence on the spirit. So that's my dram 60, 60.2 or something ABV. Mm. The whiskey. Uh, I'll be having my first dram of that. What are you drinking, Gordon? Well. I'll tell you what I'm drinking. It's a cold day. It's been cold in Scotland this week. I'm, uh, you know, I thought, well, if there's one place I'm harping after, and obviously with Lagan Bay and places like that, I thought, I need to go to Isla. Wow. I'm going to Isla. And I thought, 
what am I going to drink if I'm going to Isla? And I've I've actually laid my hands on um a Lagavulin. Uh, Lagavulin 16. A oh. classic. A classic. Um, and I'm having a little sip of that. Yes. Um, I just, I think it's like, I, you know, I think there's certain whiskies from Isla that are iconic. Ardbeg 10, Laphroaig 10, Lagavulin 16. You know, they, they, they're three probably of the most iconic whiskies from Isla. I mean, I th- obviously Brookladdy and all the others make great whiskey, but... Um, I'm. I think Lagavulin is, and their sixteen is timeless. It's brilliant whiskey, um, and uh, I, yeah, that's. I'm having a little sip of that. And if you want to, we did a podcast uh, on Isla, so you, you can go mm-hmm. back there and have a listen. That was a mm-hmm. great episode when we were across the. It Atlanta. was a great episode. Yeah. So that listen, you got both of us. have got a whiskey in our hands. Let's. This is not a. This is not a Christmas episode, is it? Gone? No, 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 <laughs> definitely not a Christmas episode. I've there's got hardly a mince any pie, mention, though, as well. There's hardly any mention of Christmas coming up in these interviews that was filmed or, or recorded two weeks before Christmas, two and a half. So <laughs> they do actually mention. So um, where were you? were in Switzerland and you went You went and talked to a whole load of people. It was that wonderful ex- ex- exhibition that was in Baden. Well, wonderful. Let's go to Switzerland. Okay, let's go and see who we can get. Jamie, Jamie from Glen Turret. Um, could you wish our listeners happy Christmas and tell us how it's been in, in Switzerland? Absolutely, Gordon. Um, so happy Christmas, everybody who's listening. Um, the event's been good fun. We've had some interesting conversations about Glen Turret. People seem to be enjoying what we're doing, so we can't ask for much more, really. And what's Jamie doing at Christmas? Um, I'm going over to India, actually, on next week. Um, spend uh, Christmas in Kerala this year, so nice and warm. Should be fun. That's brilliant. Christmas on the beach, almost. <laughs> and here we have. What's your name, sir? Patrick Dupuy. Patrick Lock Dupuy. Lee Distillery. Ah, Lock Lee. Yes. <laughs> Our uh, very good friend Malcolm Rennie of Rosebank Distillery yes. fame. Yes, of course. Yes, yes he's, yes, he's on, yes. on your team now. Yeah, yeah, he was on your team. Before. Yes, he was. Yeah, yeah. Lock Lee, give us a quick update. What's happening? Yeah, no, it's been a good year. Um, first full year in the market. We started selling last year, so uh, we've learned a lot. We've we've uh, hopefully generated a lot of new fans, and uh, it's been a, been a fun year. You know, kind of learning a wee bit more about the spirit, watching it mature. Um, and, and bring it out to the, the good people of the world. And we have to have people to, to do in a bar over Christmas, and there was a Loch Lee on the gantry. What would you suggest? The cast strength uh, batch one is my favourite, and I've been recommending that to people all weekend here in Switzerland. Um, it's been selling well, which is good. Uh, yeah, I think I think our spirit works really well at this stage at cast strength, so it's uh, definitely one to try if you, if you get a chance to... Spot it uh, over the holiday period. Yeah, give it a go. Uh, right, then this is a question out of the left of field. True or false? We're going to play the Christmas true or false game. Okay. True or false? Last night you told us about a story about a ferret in a Glasgow close. True or false? <laughs> true. I'd like to. I'd like to caveat that with it. It was the, a, an animal ferret and not any other kind. Um... <laughs> right. Okay. So that's. We don't need to go any further. Just. I just wonder if I was dreaming or not. No, that's true. Well, thank that's you true. very much. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. Uh, some Christmas cheer from yourself, sir. What's your name? What's their company? Rich from Pandora Distillery. Oh, lovely, so, Rich. from Wales. So, Nadolly Clowen to you. Yeah, th- yeah. Oh, thank you. Christmas. Yes, thank you. Now, I asked you, how's the second distillery? How's the second distillery? So, that's where I'm based in Clandidno. So, it's going pretty well. We've been open since the 17th of May 2021. So, we're just come over to two years, just over the two year mark. 
So we're making a Peter Spirit up there. Yes. So it should be ready in another year, two years, depending on how it's going. All depends on Eister down in Pendarin to see how it's going to go. But and who has Pendarin? How's it been today? It's been busy. We've been showcasing obviously some of the whiskies, the single cast just for Switzerland, and we've got our new icon of Wales, the Patagonia, which has gone really well, been well received. Met some new friends, the guys from Glen Turret. Lovely. Yeah, yeah. Yourself. And yes. So it's been a, it's been a. And can we come down and visit Pendarin House yeah, yeah. and the, come the to new all, one? all three distilleries because obviously we just opened another one last month in Swansea, so in the Copperworks Distillery. What's that called? South. The Copperworks in Pendarin in the Copperworks in Swansea. Right. Uh, brand new distillery. What a success story that it's has been. Good. It's going good. Yeah. We talked about in the last episode about taking gambles. And those distilleries like the ones in the um, in, in, in England, the Cotswolds and even Pendern, these were outliers. People, you know, but, taking a gamble yeah, before it all kicked. Before it all went yeah, big. crazy like it is now. Yeah. But Pendern's you know, pretty well established now. 23 years we've been going for. Pretty well known. We've been well received today. Surprising how many people in Switzerland have come up to it. Oh, I've got Pandora at home. So yeah, no, it's been good. Right, nice one. Have a nice Christmas. Take it easy. Right. right. Okay. Thank you. Sorry, I'm just I'm just eavesdropping. <laughs> Gordon Dallas from Ian McLeod Distillers. We're doing a podcast, a Christmas special. Oh, great. Because out all around the world, guys, how have you enjoyed the, the fair? It's been fantastic. I've. Uh, tried whiskies that are not Scotch. There's nothing I've wrong with that. I've tried Irish. I've yeah. tried Japanese. I've tried New Zealand. Uh, every, and I well, this is not whiskey, but it's right. Scotland. But it will be soon, and it's fantastic. Oh, you have nice. Uh, it's exceeded my expectations. I really enjoyed it. I've tried Barra Gin, which is made with um, uh, greenery gathered from the beaches. And it has this marvelous seaside flavor. It's it's not wonderful. It's just it's just amazing. I really love it. And you from Switzerland? That's a difficult question. Okay, I was just going to ask what a Swiss Christmas was like. This is the Christmas special. So, will you have a nice dram at Christmas? What would you have? If I had my pick. Yes. Oh, God, whiskey, Duncan Taylor, get a whisper over across there. Yeah, this is quite nice. That's quite nice. Well, listen, can we very quickly speak to the Barra Distillery? How are, what's your name? Hello, I'm Debbie McMillan, and I'm the business performance manager for Isle of Barra Distillers. Isle of Barra Distillers. So yes. you've got gin there. This is whiskey unscripted. We'll let you off we do. with the gin. We but are the, the only exception of this festival. So we're the only gin um, okay. here, which is really special. We have whiskey coming in the future, yeah. um, but we have to be very patient. So we are a matter of years off just yet. Um, but we're showcasing our gin in Switzerland. So at it's the amazing, though. That's just saying, there's a, you know, the island is a category. It's getting, you know, there's already the island distilleries out there. But now you've got Harris. Now you get Barra. Yes. You know, all the old ones as well. So it's. Do you think it'll ever be a category in its own right? Oh, Islands. I hope so, certainly, yeah. yeah. We're hoping to have the Hebridean Whiskey Trail. Uh, we've got Harris, North Hughes Distillery and Isle of Barra as well. So, yeah, we're creating an, a Hebridean Whiskey Trail, which is really special. It will impact, obviously, the distilleries, but also the local communities. Too. And what can we expect from the whiskey? Oh, so whiskey, flavour profile-wise? Yes. So, still to be determined, of course, because we are still a wee while off. However, we can tell you that it will have influential input from the island itself. So, for example, the salt air, we're surrounded mm-hmm. by the ocean. So, yeah, watch the space. There's going to be something special in there. Oh, that's brilliant. So, have a lovely Christmas. I have yes, a lovely time. You too. Have a lovely dram at Thank Christmas. You, Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Thanks for that. If I could just interrupt. Yep. Appearing on a podcast, this man's an international star. Uh, sir, what's your name? Um, 
What whiskies are you representing today? I am Joe from Barrow Brothers and Rudd, uh, showing uh, some of our exclusive uh, uh, Swiss uh, single casks. Uh, casks from Scotland, we've got some beautiful aged Speysides from stuff like Liquid, like a really tropical melon juicy Liquid. You gave me a lovely um, one earlier on. And we've got our 34 year old secret Speyside uh, from a distillery not quite known for berries uh, in the town of Rothers, can't tell you not Glen Limit. Uh, yeah, and then we've got our, some of our peated casts. One of the favourite ones we're showing today is like a Rude Moor uh, peated Glen Turret, which is oh. a 15 year old beautiful punching, uh, so sherry cask with a lot of uh, wood peat, um, which you just expect from Highlands. Um, and sort of the show favourite, which I've been surprised at, is our Australian Starwood oh, red yes. wine finish. Right. Um, designed to be paired with food, but sort of. Lovely. Spicy, yeah. And since this is the Christmas episode, what would you say is a good Christmas dram for anybody sitting round a um, table at Christmas night? Come on, what this we've is got, the Christmas episode. What we've got, oh, this has to be, well, we have to kind of go, we're going to go away from France controversially again. Uh, we've got our French uh, single malt from Amurk, uh, Brittany, um, on the Breton coast. Uh, it's, port, it's spent two, the last two years of its 15 years in a port cask. And, you know, port and Christmas go hand in hand. Imagine imagine juicy port fruit, yeah, yeah, yeah. marzipan, because, you know, what's Christmas cake without marzipan? And beautiful spices. I, you know, if you pour that with your cheese at the end of the day, or are they with a slice of Christmas pudding? I think you'd be in heaven. So it's absolutely marvellous. And when we first met, I recognised you. You didn't recognise me. You don't know me. But I think you were in a whiskey magazine a few months ago. I, I believe so. I believe. So. I need to. I still need to find this out. You need to. You I've need got to the magazine. I will. Listen, have a lovely Christmas. I will do. Until you too. Comes. Take Christmas. care. Thank you. Hey guys. <laughs> so, I've got. Oh, Christmas special. Have, Question. Yeah, yeah. Just from him. Here my, we are. No, 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 no. no, no. That's going to ask this man. <laughs> hey, Patrick, we're just pouring some whiskies. Patrick Lutz, of course, friend of the show, been on a, a few podcasts before. What? Um, where are we? What's going on? What's? What is this festival? Can you explain it to our listeners? Well, we've been here for the last three days, yes. uh, showing some of our great portfolio, amongst them all of the Ian McLeod brands. Uh, three-day festival in Baden, Switzerland. Uh, open to the public to uh, introduce them to the variations of different styles and flavour profiles you can find amongst the amazing uh, Scottish whisky. Amazing. It's a great festival. And this, has this been going long, this festival, Patrick? What's well, the-, the festival has been going for many years. It was first in Zurich and then moved a couple of years to Baden, which is now an old industrial hall which uh, offers more space to oh, yes, yes. the visitors to taste, discover, but also have a bit of space to, to get out of the way of each other. Yeah, yeah. And, and this festival, it is Christmas. Give us a good dram or something. What would you suggest we could drink at Christmas night? Or This is Switzerland we're in. Even food, chocolates, whatever. You go for everything you'd like. You can have an amazing cheese fondue or you can have a nice raclette. Ah. Or uh, then if you go to the whiskey when you are... Um, if you really want to pamper yourself, I always suggest to take a Glengoyne 25-year-old where you have Christmas plus in your glass yeah, yeah, yeah. so you can skip the dessert. Yes, that's lovely. Well, thank you so much. Great you here. Great. And if anybody wants to know who Patrick is, go back a few episodes. Who's on it? Absolutely. Merry Christmas to everybody and uh, to you as well, Gordon. Thank, Thank you. you. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Oh, Gordon, that was uh, beautiful. That was that was great. I like to hear. I like to hear all these, you know, at these festivals with these people. It's just it's great fun. But, mm. but, can I just take you back to Debbie from Barra? 
I did ask mm. Debbie, you know, that's another distillery mm. on an island that mm. will be producing whiskey soon. Mm. Do yeah. you think it could become a category in its own right? There has been calls. Well, some people past. think it is. Yes. Some people think it is a category. Um, it isn't. Islands are part of the Highland region. No, that yes, they yes, are. Sorry, yes. uh, as is technically Speyside, really, but it's a sort of sub-region sort of. Anyway, is this heading for a sub-region? And what, just, are what are the distilleries out there um, on the islands? Now? Well, you can. I mean, let's let so let's take Isla out of it, which is a region. Yes, um, and this pertains very interestingly to one of our products called Six Isles, uh, oh, yes. which is a blended malt. Now, one of my favorite, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> don't ever be put off by the word blended. Blended malts, i.e. malts all in one bottle, is a great product. And if you get them from a particular style, which Six Isles is, from six different islands, then there's a reason to bring them together. Yes. And so, as I say, I mentioned the Bon Accord tasting, Gordon. Yes. We did our rum finish. We do a rum finish with Six Isles, and that's one of the stars of the show. So, so yes. Six Isles. I, if, so, single malt, people out there, any blended whiskey drinkers out there, you want to peaty sort of island maritime styled whiskey six isles is absolutely for you great price great product we've talked about this before skag <clears throat> jura isla we'll take that out of the equation yeah. orkney aaron yeah. and mull yeah, yeah. all in one bottle now we've got nougat barra we've now got harris as well, well, and well you, were, mean, you were on an island last year which one was it you i was in tyree a micro distillery there. There's a, there's a yeah, predominantly gin, but there's a distillery on Tyree. There's one on Hall next door. Um, these are all pretty small distilleries, but ultimately they may be looking to produce whiskies. Um, but let's let's sort of start in the south. You've got, if if we're honest, you've got Aaron. Um, Aaron has a distillery on the north and the south side. Uh, <laughs> technically, lag, I think, and I might be corrected, but I think technically. Lag, uh, which is their peated whiskey in the South Island, is actually in the Lowland Lowland. region. Ah. Uh, but someone may correct me on that. Um, uh, then we go over to Jura. So we go around the Mullican Tire, past Campbelltown, past Springbank and Glen Scotia. It, on to Jura, which is just the one distillery, Jura distillery. I think Jura single malt's the biggest selling single malt in the UK now. Something like that. So that's quite interesting. Let's go up a little bit further to the bigger islands. Let's just... Look at distilleries on Mull. Well, we've got Tobermory and Lechig obviously produced there as well. Yeah. And then, as you say, Tyree, the smaller distilleries. Then we go up to, you know, Sky, obviously Talisker and Torreveig. Um, we've got the Hirach, which was released last year from... Um, hey, um, Harris. Harris. Sorry, yes, of course. Harris, Gin, Harris. Not forgetting... Um, Highland Park and Scapa up on yeah. Orkney. I think there's a distillery on Shetland. Um, so, I mean, there's quite a lot of island whiskey distilleries. There's probably even a few we've missed out. But I make it double figures. Yeah, no, absolutely. But, I mean, the point is, and this is a little bit interesting, they're all different. All whiskeys are different now. Regionality, yeah. and I'll debate this with anybody, is less important to call yourself, and I'd rather call myself a Barra single malt or a, you know, rather than a, island single malt it's sort of putting me in a box that i'm not sure i want to be in ah right okay so you think a subcategory of islands isn't an automatic will not no. be a given right no i mean i no oh. no th th there is a there is a precedent for this 
Because I think if you look at the new release from Inch Derny, which is called uh, Rylo. Oh, we talked about this in right? the last episode, I think. Did I? Oh, well, it's quite a long time ago, so yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, yes, you said it had the word Fife on the I lead. think it has Fife. And, it, yes. and, and I don't know how that, because Fife is technically Lowland. Now, I think I spoke to our friend Ronnie at Broxburn Bottlers yeah. at the Distillers Fair, and I think it's to do with where the word Fife comes in the label. It comes before. Fife single grain Scotch whiskey is what yeah, it says. It comes before the, before the actual, if it came after, if it was single grain, or some, there's something in the about the labeling. And I okay. do apologize. Anyway, I in a general sense, and I was speaking to this about people who merchandise, I was listening to, I went to a whiskey conference and of people who merchandise whiskey and and you know people still do it alphabetically which mm, some people do it regionally which i'm a bit like oh, no don't do it regionally um you know just do it by style really potentially uh what is the best way to merchandise whiskey that is a good so way. i i i personally i don't think we need an island category i don't think it's relevant I don't particularly, there's no history to it particularly, well, there is, but there's no history to it with, get out there, shout about what's great about Barra and talk about Barra and talk about all the things that makes your whiskey different to Harris, to Mull, to whatever. Yeah, 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 it's interesting. And um, uh, maybe part of a category means you have a festival. Speyside is a category, mm. it's got a festival. Campbelltown is a, it's a, a, a region, it's got a festival. Yeah. Isla. Now, You'd need a boat to go on an island. Yeah, boat, yeah you, it, it could be quite dangerous uh, jumping island to island after all that. You, you need so a boat. There's an issue there putting a festival on. Mm. But really, is there a... And we'll have to get to the bottom of it, the Highland Festival. I know it's... It's, a, well, a, it's such a big region. The, ge the geographical aspect of it would be hard. Yeah. Didn't, but I thought the Thompson brothers... I know there's a Dornoch Whiskey Festival, and I, I thought that was going mm. to become the Highland Whiskey Festival. So I, I don't know as much about it. I know there's a National Whiskey Festival at Inverness mm. and mm. in Glasgow. I wonder if that mm. was part of that Highland that doesn't say it on the label. So I don't know. Highland Whiskey Festival. Maybe investigate that for the next episode. Is it such well, a I mean, you could, you could have a distillery from... You could have... You know, you could have a distillery from Wick, so you could have, you know, someone like Old Pulteney and 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 um, Glen Goyne in the same festival. Yes. And there's only 250 miles between them, and they taste diametrically opposite, pretty much, nearly. So, you know, I think the Highland region's so geographically split and taste split that it's probably the the least relevant. But then you've got the Lowlands as well; they're not all similar. There is divergence happening, yeah, so. Yeah. You know, I think it's interesting. Best festivals, Speyside and Isla. It really is. And I think Campbellton's, I love to get down there. Uh, Campbell, Campbellton, I'm not, I want to go to Campbellton Whiskey Festival. Yes, yes. Um, because I would, and it's a, a region where there's a lot of investment now. So, you know, it's very exciting. Yes. Well, uh, talking about exciting, how would you like to play the first game of <laughs> this season? Love it's, a game. Well, it's just a mystery distillery. When you call this game Mystillery. Um, distillery. Just name the distillery, Gordon. One of the three Brown Foreman distilleries in Scotland. Right. Well, that's it, pretty easy. It starts in 1826. Charles Grant buys it for £9,000. Glendronach. William Teacher buys the distillery <laughs> in 1960. 
Allied Breweries, 1976. <laughs> Mothballed, 1996. Reopened, 2002. Pernod Ricard then sells it to the owners of Ben Rear. It is indeed Glendronach. Another beautiful sherry cask whiskey. Yes. Um, I think um, I'm... I'm I love Glendronach. I have to say, I think it's a nice whiskey. I think I, you know, I love my sherry cast, love Tam Dew, obviously, and Glengoyne, but uh, Glendronach's a, a, a cracking ram. Cracking ram. Yes, then uh, my final clue was Alan McConaughey. Yes, no, Alan, well, yes. As the uh, distillery manager. And Stuart I... Buchanan as ambassador. Always good. Yes, well, I'm very I'm hoping, good. I'm hoping Stuart will be on the good ship Cinderella this year for another. Oh, you, yes, off to Sweden, you are. <laughs> Uh, so let's say distillery. Uh, Gordon, speaking of distilleries, um, we've got another interview coming up. And oh. it's not a distillery, but it's a, a place that bangs the drum on behalf of distilleries. You know what well, it's, I think it's technically owned by a lot of them. Yes. Yes, absolutely. To the Scottish Whiskey Experience. Now, Susan's, we've had a couple of interviews, I think. We did a memorable mm. episode from the Scottish mm. Whiskey Experience. Yep. Top of the Royal Mile in the capital city of Glasgow, we did, Scotland, we did, we did, in Edinburgh. We did. And at New Year, for two days, they do a distiller's fair, where as a free bonus, if you go on tour, you get taken to the fourth floor, and there's a room full of us with a few drams. 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 But when I got there early, Susan said, do you want to come down and see the new experience? Now, you had been a few I have been there. about a week before. Yeah. Um, And uh, you, you, so let's just if you've not been, they had this ride, I think the way would be to describe it. You sat in a barrel and you went round and learned about whiskey. I think it technically run its course in terms of the, the experience and, and far less the mechanicals I hear. Yeah. Um. So they changed it. They spent a lot of money changing it and they brought in this great new experience, oh. which I think talks about whiskey in a really great way. Well, here's, here's Susan. Now, Susan, Morrison of the Scottish Whiskey Experience. Yes. We had, well, could you explain, and I probably have already, what what just happened today? Well, today was our annual distiller's fair. We run it on the 29th and 30th December every year, and it's well attended by all our members, our shareholders and stakeholders. And so we've had public doing our, our silver tour, and then for free, they're coming up and getting to meet the makers. It is amazing. And you know what is even more amazing? And I know we've not got very much time. You took me down to see the new experience. Mm, it's now, exciting. Could you tell us very quickly what the old experience was and what's changed? So the old experience was our old car ride. And we've had a car ride um, for over 35 years now oh. in one iteration or another. So for the first time ever, the car ride's gone and we've got three new exciting spaces that deliver production to you. It's, can I just say, I was you put me on it and I kind of think, I hope it's going to be good. And it was un. <laughs> I don't want to say too much. I think you've got to come and experience it. Yeah. And that's what it is. It it's is an experience. It's it? so immersive. It's, uh, um, it's uh, projections on the floor, on the sides, on the top. and uh, yeah. I mean, it must. It couldn't have been cheap. It wasn't cheap. No. We invested three and a half million pounds oh, in goodness. these three spaces. It absolutely shows it. It really shows it. And what I think what people like is just enough uh, depth of knowledge without being too... Yeah, I so just think for, you've just got for our it. consumer, it needs to be entertaining. Yeah. Um, so in order to get them interested in whiskey, it has to be fun, exciting, and they, they walk away with a few really great facts that they'll be able to tell people. And about. I don't want to say too much, but the third room, 
Yeah, it's my favourite. It's, it's almost jaw-dropping, yeah, isn't it? You're it's my favourite. Just yeah, tease it, you're yeah. inside a, inside a you're cask. You're inside a cask and you see the magic that happens here. Yeah. I'm allowed to say you did have to do it to the, the board of uh, the directors yeah. here. And there's one very famous gentleman that said... Uh, absolutely. It, it was one of the best... Best explanation of maturation he's seen in that short space of time ever. And so that was the Nose Patterson. It was absolutely the Nose Patterson. Which, so uh, to me, that is couldn't just... Couldn't get higher. You couldn't get higher praise than that. It's <laughs> unbelievable. Susan, it's abs- I just... Anybody listening to this podcast, you have to come and see this. Oh, absolutely! You you do have to do it to to appreciate you know everything that's gone into creating this space. It just takes things to the next level. Yeah. I I think as an experience of how you make it, and you're doing one more day here at the distillers. One more day, the distillers fair tomorrow. We have um, some more distillers. We've got about twelve distillers tomorrow coming to dram their their wares. So hopefully another very busy day for us. And this final one is the New Year's show, twenty twenty four. What's, ha- what's the Scottish whiskey experience? What's the game plan? What's the game plan? Oh, we've got projects backing up now. Oh. <laughs> so so can't say too much, but there'll be more happening. Great. So get yourself along here. Susan, thank you so much for uh, uh, bringing us along today and showing thank me that you. wonderful experience. Thanks, Right, Gordon. let's get back into okay. it. Okay. Cheers, thank you. <laughs> oh, I mean, uh. she took three and a half million and uh, you can tell, you can just tell it's... it's it's beautiful. No, it's a great experience. And, uh, you know, it's on the Royal Mile, just right beside the, the castle. So it's always busy. Great shop in there as well. One of the biggest selections of whiskies. Plenty of Ian McLeod products in there as well. But, uh, no, it's a, it's a great experience. And Susan and Julie and the team there have done a great oh. job over the years. Very consistent. Um, delivering a great experience about the whole category of whiskey. Johnny Walker, brilliant. Does what it does for Johnny oh. Walker. Great experience. This is about, this is a very different thing. You could do both of them in one day and you'd come away going, what two great whiskey experiences they are. Yes. And hopefully this year, if you want to go to the dark side, the gin distillery will just be down the hill at the Royal Mill. You can Edinburgh go to the, gin open up. So, yeah, we've got Edinburgh Gin on the dark side opening, hopefully about August. And, and by then, obviously, the best whiskey experience will be open. Obviously, Rosebank. Just saying that, but it will Just be a great whiskey. So there's plenty to do in the central belt for whiskey and gin. I know. The only thing, as a, as a person that comes from Glasgow, is I'd like to see some of these uh, lovely experiences in Glasgow as well. Glengoyne. Yes. Glengoyne. I'm having a wee drama on my Glengoyne six-year-old. And to be fair, Glengoyne, yes. We were in Clydeside as well this year, or last year. Brilliant experience. Great day. Thanks to them. Clydeside Distillery. Go and do Clydeside in the morning. Come to Glengoyne in the afternoon. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, Gordon, just for, we're about to go. Um, what are you up to in 2024? Anything you'd like to see or do? And I'll kick it off. Speaking to Joe there. We heard them at Betty Brothers and Rudd. I've never yeah. been to Brother Brothers and Rudd. Oh, just for historical purposes, that goes right back to the 18th century. I would love to go down to see Berry oh. Brothers. And also, this year, I wouldn't mind seeing the Cairn, Gordon McPhail's new distillery, mm. and maybe going to their warehouses in the Elgin to see what they have in those warehouses. So <laughs> They have some little, interesting stuff. It might never happen. No, but that's for my, sure. I'd like to go see the Cairn. Uh, I'm going to stop by one time when I'm actually yeah. on the way up to Tamdu. Uh, it, it's a visually stunning distillery, so I'm really keen to see more about that. So I agree with you on that. I'm interested to, I think, we'll be at the Spirit of Space site this year, which I'm really looking forward to. Um, you'll be there as well. That's early so May. I, that's the first week of May. Yeah. 
first to the sixth or something like that. And also, I think, um, as I said, I'll, I'll, you know, one of the other things this year, we've got quite a lot of new products coming out. So we've got um, quite a lot of um, new Glengoins coming out. We've got some Tamdus. We've got, we don't have any Rosebank. Well, we we do have, that's a lie. We will have the new global release of Rosebank. That's the third edition and, and the final one of the first series. So we've got a lot of new products coming out, which means we have to do a lot of work to talk about them, get them out there. So it's going to be a very busy year. New season. Get the music year. on. Here we go. Let's go. Season eight is underway. Goodbye. In good company to end it this way since 1833. Staying ahead on the whiskey trail. Oh, staying ahead on the whiskey trail.